Episode 300, holy crap, holy, of the Drunk Dash Friends Podcast. I'm your host as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler. Man, not much from the <laughs> from Colonel Gables camp this time of the year, but uh, honestly, even all throughout this week after Extra Life and stuff, it just feels like I'm just missing that one day. You know, that, just that one day of rest or something <laughs> like that. Yep. It's kind of funny. And even what's more so funny is, like, even at my workplace and stuff, I tell I told people, and even, like, during uh, the whole aspect of me going to different places, just telling different friends and this and that and stuff, they still don't believe I played the whole 24 hours and stuff. And some of them, some of them are like, oh, man, holy shit. <laughs> but, yes, I am doing pretty good at the moment I mean work stuff was here and there and stuff but uh, oh man but uh, yeah I'm just glad it's the weekend so how have you been Tyler um, I'm, I'm right there with you with I'm glad it's the weekend as well you know Saturday night uh, I'm doing I'm doing really well you know uh, extra life was last weekend it's funny extra life was one week ago yep and it feels like it was six months ago Kind of, um, yeah. It was. It's a blur. Uh, I think most extra lives are after the fact, because um, in some ways it goes by really fast, and in some ways it feels like it's an eternity. Um, it's a, it, extra life is a weird thing, but uh, yeah, no, it's nice. Uh, I, I luckily I had a couple days off of work to uh, recover from extra life this year, so uh, and it was kind of nice having those couple days to recover, and then also. Uh, made the week a little shorter as well for at work so it was nice oh yeah where it's like the opposite ways with like uh, myself where it's like i did the full 24 hours i slept i fell asleep like around one uh, roughly around one o'clock sunday morning and immediately i had to wake up like around seven or eight o'clock because someone mm. in the household wants me to go and get coffee with them so it's like i did that plus monday and tuesday and even wednesday to a certain extent everything felt like a blur not to mention that Sunday. I mean, for God's sakes, it's oh, like yeah. I was literally exhausted from barely getting any sleep. And on top of that, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week was more or less me just chugging along, trying to get different stuff, you know, because it's like that one day of sleep affected like my entire kind of work production. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Know. You can't recover from it, you know, going through a normal week. Uh, my, my, the last three years is when I finally started taking time off to recover from it. Because um, yeah, I was I was there with you, you especially on going because Sunday's lost. You know, your, your yep. Sunday's gone. Even for you who started at midnight and was done at you, know, you stopped a little after midnight. Yep. Um, you know, even that is difficult enough. But uh, you know, I, me getting done at seven a.m. Uh, my time. Oh, that's right. For, sleeping for two hours, and then trying to go back to sleep, and not going back to sleep till eleven o'clock. After eleven o'clock Sunday night. God, I I was more surprised there, that there all no of us way. that I know right. 
I'm just surprised that like all of us or something like that were still playing games the next day afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I went right back to playing games. Uh, I played a bunch of Assassin's Creed like the, on on Sunday evening. Uh, yeah, no, it, yeah, it uh, it drains you. It took every every year. I always like forget how difficult uh, extra life can be, and not just the event itself, but the after effects. The the because like I said, Sunday you're there, like. Like, but the lights aren't on kind of thing, you know? Like, you're you're kind of... You're kind of like a zombie, just kind of going with the flow. Uh, and then Monday is the same. Uh, but even for me, having the time off Tuesday was like... I felt normal again. Yeah. So, because, like, I, my, your sleep schedule's thrown off. You haven't fully recovered yet. Uh, yeah, and then Tuesday, like, like, Monday night, I slept for, like, nine hours, finally. And, uh... And that's when I started feeling pretty good. I started feeling better. I took a small nap on Monday too, as well. So that helps. Um, but yeah, it was a. Uh, I don't know. I guess we're talking about this week. We should, we should probably just jump right into extra life. Yeah. Um, yeah. You said you started at midnight your time, which was two o'clock my time. I started right. at uh, um, eight o'clock uh, my time, six o'clock your time. Uh, there was daylight savings time in there, so typically, you know, I'll do the full twenty-five. This year, I, I, I just did the 24. Um, but, you know, you go ahead and you, I'll, I'll just kind of jump in with you here and there. But uh, tell me about how, you know, tell me what you did for Extra Life, how it started, what the games you played. All right. So my Extra Life kind of started off with a bit of a bang with uh, me falling asleep around 7 o'clock, like Friday night, and then subsequently waking up close to around midnight. So here I am, I hardly have like a bunch, I think I had roughly four, almost five hours of sleep. And uh, I started off by playing a bit more of Castlevania Requiem, where I went through Castlevania Rondo of Blood. Not only did I go through, and took like a couple hours just to go through and like uh, play that game, but uh, that was one of the consistencies that I did throughout Extra Life, because the games that I played during Extra Life was Castlevania Requiem, mostly 100%ing Rondo of Blood, so I ended up beating that game throughout my stretch of that day, plus going through, unlocking the certain paths, rescuing all the, the, the damsels and stuff. And on top of that, going through Symphony of the Night, going through different types of trophies and this and none of that. But uh, other games I was playing, I was playing some Dragon Ball Fighters for a little bit, where I was uh, went through one of the arcade modes on hard mode with uh, the trio that I use of Piccolo, Android 16, and Hit. So I went through that, I streamed that one for about an hour. I had to take a break after around seven hours in because I had to go and get, like, freaking car stud tires put on this van. And, uh, basically, when I returned back, I was playing little bits of, like, Rocket League here and there with, uh, with, I think it was you and, like, some the other guys. Yeah. I think it was just mostly you and I, actually, that was it, playing it, yeah. Rocket League together. Yeah, it but, was just you and me. Yeah, it was just you and I and stuff. We played a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh with uh, with Jake. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. But uh, the crux of what I was playing actually happened around the time that I got back from taking one of my breaks. I went to Walmart and I bought Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. And man, 
throughout that gameplay, that game single-handedly is what saved me from dozing off to sleep during Extra Life during those <laughs> last couple hours. Because even though, even though I love playing video games, and even though I had made it so far into that thing, the last couple hours I was fucking delirious. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. Those last couple hours, I felt like I was drunk and stuff. And what kept me awake during that time, talking with uh, both you and uh, our friend Nerves and stuff like that on a freaking PlayStation chat, was me going around the freaking. Uh, City of Spider-Man with these silky smooth-ass controls, collecting all the various backpack items and all the locales. Throughout that one day, I have not returned back to Spider-Man since. <laughs> but through that one day, I had finished about thirty percent of the game. Nice, dude! Wow. And I collected all the backpack collectibles and photographed all the locations <laughs> in that overworld. That's how much I got done of Spider-Man. And I still did like a bunch of those little mini games and this and that. I mean, I went through the combat, certain portions of that. And my gosh, it was so fun just doing, just completely just playing that game. And uh, I only think I just got past like one of the first couple bosses of that freaking game. And I was just focusing on much of the side missions and exploring everything and unlocking the radio towers. Kind of the basic open world sort of feel when I play games of that sort. I mean, the last game that comes to mind is like uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. I think a few years back. Now that I think about it. Like a year or so? Man, it feels like a few years. But anyway, that was pretty much my crux of my extra life. I ended up raising around $135 altogether. Which, hey, that's not bad, but oh, uh, but uh, because of that, I still have to track down a ghost pepper and eat it live. <laughs> and I also have to finish up the rest of the game you selected, Pitter Pot. Yes! I, I want to go back and watch you play that game on Twitch. Oh my gosh. Well, I am definitely going to <laughs> be categorizing that. I mean, I've categorized some bits on my Twitch channel, but... Uh, yeah, the game that Tyler wanted me to play, because, for one, he was the highest donor throughout that whole span of uh, the earnings that I had raised for Extra Life, Pitterpot on the PS4. I checked out the game, and it was on sale for like five bucks, so I picked it up, and uh, I I'm just going to say this right now. The game puts me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Quite frankly... It, every single time that I have tried playing that game, either after work or even like around 8, maybe close to 10 o'clock at night, I play like about 20 or 30 minutes of it and I feel like I have to go to sleep because I start to yawn, I start to do this and that, and it's because of how generic the game is in general. The music is, well, let's just say this, the music is mediocre at best where there are certain tracks that are looping around in certain portions. The level design is more or less relaxed and stuff, but it looks like something that had uh, been done, just a basic freaking, uh, in the unit, it's like a basic sort of level design structures and character models from like uh, the Unity system, which, yeah, that game was made in Unity. It, mm -hmm. it actually just advertises it front and center, but this game was created in Unity, this and that. Some of the attacks and some of the various platforming things, I do not really care for as much now as far as how 
much I have done of Pitter Pot. I have gotten through to World 3, I want to say. Yeah, about World 3. I basically have to go through and collect a total of uh, 32 of these freaking acorns in order, I think, in order to go back, go to the next world, since I think I collected about 19 or 20. And the one thing that's that I could tell right away that this game was probably not going to be so <laughs> memorable is when I talked to the NPC and I unlocked the trophy the first couple minutes of playing the game. Like, oh, oh yep, this is going to be one of those games, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so... Every time you finish a level that uh, to complete, like to completion or some, it basically unlocks. Like, oh, okay, level one point one is complete or two point two. I believe there's like what seventeen levels in all in this game. Uh, Pretty much too, ma- too many. The, yeah, there's basically too many to. There's basically too many for this type of a game. It tries to be a three platformer on par with say like a Mario sixty four or like a kind of a bastardized version of Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> yeah, it's neither one of those games. It doesn't even hit. It doesn't even hit the grounds of some of the other platformers I've played past, well, over the past 20 years. Because unlike those games, unlike, you know, unlike those games and stuff like that, this game, this game pretty much feels like hot garbage. Because it is. I'll be... I'll be perfectly honest with you. This game feels like hot garbage, and not because of, say, the level structure and the music and all this other stuff. It creates one of the most, like, uh, well, not just creates. It does one of the most cardinal sins inside of a video game, in my personal opinion. And that is, if the game does not present itself to where you are engaged enough to keep on playing, then that's a bad game. Pitterpot is one such example. Because no matter how many times I try to play it, and I am going to finish this game, mind you, because I got to stream this to the end. (laughs) (sighs) This game basically bores me to tears, and it wants to put me to sleep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If the game is boring, that's a bad game. So, in and of itself, my whole extra life experience and the ramifications of afterwards... Man, it definitely does feel like a blur. I mean, I'm glad that I raised the money. At the same time, I know I got to go forth and finish this game pitter pot. But another aftermath thing of the whole Extra Life 2018 is the very next day, I was checking out the trophy list for what I had to get done for Castlevania Requiem. I only had one more trophy for Rondo of Blood, and I had to do the rest. I basically had to do the rest for Symphony of the Night. And inside that very next day, after slogging through 24 hours, I managed to go through and platinum Castlevania Requiem. I got everything done. I beat Rondo as the other playable character, Maria. I went forth and I unlocked different types of uh, stuff, including exploring all 200.6% of Symphony of the Night. And how I did that is because I forgot that there's an exploit that you can use to unlock the rest of the map by basically using the, these freaking gravity boots that sends Alucard flying towards, like, uh, the top of, like, say, the inverse caverns, and then you have to transform into the wolf 
while in these waters in order for the damn wolf sprite to touch the higher end of the roof so it actually would <laughs> register on the map. Yeah, I forgot about that trick. And that was one of the reasons why that when I beat the game originally, I only had like 198.3%. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> but, uh, yes, one of the last trophies I had to do was I had to basically play through the game like I did when I originally played through the game way back when, when I ran into that blockbuster. What I mean by that is I had to get the worst ending inside Symphony of the Night. Which basically that means I gotta go through, play, not collect any of the special items that are allowing me to go forth and uh, uncover the truth behind Richter being controlled by dark magic and stuff. And I had to pretty much face off against uh, Richter Belmont in this hard-ass boss battle with an underpowered Alucard. It took me two tries, but on the third try, I managed to figure out, oh, okay, let's go ahead and spam my health recovery items. Let's go ahead and, like, do some of these techniques. And, yeah, I, I better use this resist holy attack stuff because it's basically doing, like, 40-plus damage every time he's hitting me. <laughs> so I reduced it down to, like, freaking two with these resistance stuff. And, yeah, once I beat him and unlocked that last trophy and then unlocked the platinum live on stream, that felt amazing. That was good. But, yeah, that was my extra life and the aftermath from that. So, what about yours, Tyler? Um, mine went really well, I thought. Uh, you know, like I said, you started at midnight your time. I started yep. 6 o'clock your time. So, you were already going. Uh, yep. Nerves from talking ship had already started about an hour before me or so. Yep. And it was... Uh, I, I I had some plans. You know, we, we talked about last week some ideas. Assassin's Creed Odyssey I wanted to play. Uh, saving the Spider-Man DLC, and I'm like, oh, I'll get to the Spider-Man DLC stuff later. But uh, you came back with Spider-Man. Nerves was playing Spider-Man pretty much 70% of the time we were, on, we were playing together um, <laughs> on a party chat. And I'm like, damn, I want to I want to go play it. So uh, I, jump, I jump back in, and oh, man, like, I, I, I completely forgot how to play that game. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even, like, defeat, like, the normal sh the street thugs. And it only been, I don't know, two months since I played the game, a little <laughs> less than. And I had no idea how to do anything in this game. So I just went around for a couple hours and just, like, fought, um, did a bunch of, you know, street crimes and fought some of the uh, uh, bases and stuff like that, just trying to get my wits about me again in this game. Finally got a little better at it and... Um, I decided to jump into the uh, the heist DLC, the uh, the city of never sleep. I think is what it's called. Yes. And it's the first uh, DLC that. Uh, so I bought the season pass. I bought the deluxe edition, eighty dollar one, whatever it was. It comes with season pass for it, and they split the season. The season pass is three parts. Uh, first part came out in October. Then the the second one comes out November twentieth, and then the third part comes out in December. Um, and so I've been saving that that first part for a while, and went ahead and, went, uh, and played it. It is uh, about you and the black cat, uh, which yeah. is, she's like a part of like a side quest and stuff you can do um, in the game, but she's not really a part of the main the main game at all. And so it kind of deals with uh, you as Spider Man and Peter Parker and her and the relationship because they used to date um, and mm -hmm. uh, before the game and uh, going through and she's. Uh, 
basically being blackmailed by these guys to do some stuff, and he's trying to help her out. Um, but yeah, I played I played Spider Man for probably six hours or so on Extra Life, and three or four of that hours was playing through um, the DLC. So yeah, it was a fairly decent amount of DLC content there, uh, and I finished it with eighty nine percent. Uh, completed for the dlc there's not bad you know, there, there is some side stuff you can do and then i did all the side stuff like the only side stuff i didn't do was like there's like street crimes uh that like random street crime events that you can do oh that's those cool. ones yeah yeah which are fine and all but um i just I, I just i did all the ones i found but i didn't i didn't you know i'm not gonna go swing around the city to find the rest uh so i did everything else in that in that mission in those that that uh in part one uh, like I said, part two comes out uh, the week of Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, the only downside of it was uh, the very last uh, mission of the game is uh, very difficult. Uh, at one, I remember I think Jake, Tim, and you were in there, and I was on on the verge of throwing my television through a window because uh, <laughs> I was getting so frustrated because it was just. It just it was just so many enemies like oh there's a there's a tank then there's three guys with rocket launchers there's a sniper there's uh, two of the uh, big bodyguard guys um, it was just an asinine amount of enemies you had to fight off and I spent probably a good thirty minutes trying to beat this and I finally beat it um, but yeah I, I enjoyed it quite a bit and it, I did not expect Spider Man to be the game I probably I think I probably played Spider Man the most. Uh, during uh, during Extra Life, and if you would ask me beforehand if how much I w- what game I would play the most, this would not have been at all. I figured, ah, it's probably there's three parts. It's only it's only twenty five bu- or twenty bucks for the for the season pass. Uh, there's probably I was thinking maybe six hours of content combined. And right, I, I this first one alone was three or four hours. I'm sure if you flew through the main missions, it's probably a couple hours. But I, I I'm enjoying that world so much being spider-man that was fun again jumping back in oh yeah the story in the dlc uh was really good it's one of the you know most dlc you play in games is is bad or it's just like an it feels like side quest ripped out of uh the main game and this one feels like its own thing and it's actually um when you want to play the dlc you have to like so there's like you have to be in either dlc mode or you have to be in the main game mode so i see yeah, so you want you get to pick one or the other, so you can't do side missions in the main game while playing the DLC. So that's kind of cool. Kind of makes it feel like its own thing, which I, I liked quite a bit. Um, I played a few games of Madden, like I always do. Uh, nothing really to say about that. Uh, I played a bunch of Assassin's Creed Odyssey though, um, and it's it's kind of funny because it's kind of like Assassin's Creed is kind of like the the game of extra life for me almost every year. Um, you know, I talked about when we were talking about, oh, this is when we were talking about our previous years of Extra Life the last six weeks or so, going back and looking back at them. It's like, oh, Black Flag was a big part of uh, Creed, or my Extra Life that year. Oh, hey, uh, Origins was a big part of last year's. And this year, Odyssey was the same thing for me, where, uh, in, like I said, we talking about uh, a few weeks ago with Origins, like the middle of the night is, you know, obviously a tough time for me. Uh, that, that, that stretch probably, like, I don't know. That sixteen to twenty hours, that part right there, is always the yeah. most difficult for me. Because um, it's usually about the time I go to bed. About like ten o'clock, uh, my time is. You know, I'm usually asleep by ten o'clock uh, on the weekdays, and uh, 
that part, like about 9.30 or so, when I'm usually about to lay down, like I started hitting that kind of that wall. And uh, to about, I don't know what it is, like 2 or 3 o'clock, like every year, uh, is always the roughest patch for me. Um, but this year I, I started playing a bunch of Assassin's Creed. And I just I just did side missions. I don't want to do story stuff because we're in a party chat. Yeah, um, I was playing my Xbox One X, but I still stay in the party chat with, on PS4. And it, it was it was kind of okay. nice, you know, talking to you guys, bullshit with you guys. Um, obviously, that always helps. But then I was just doing side stuff, and just it's just like you can just kind of do side stuff without really paying attention to too much what you're doing, and just kind of go with the motions. Um, and that helped quite a bit. And then uh, you know, I, I I was talking the last month or so about. You always want that the ringer uh, for extra life. That guy yep. that's not part of extra life, but he comes in and he just kind of joins you and he bullshits with you. Uh, this year we had Justin uh, yep. again. Uh, he came in. I don't. I don't remember what time he joined. It was probably ten, eleven oh. o'clock my time. Oh yeah, it was around the same time where I started to feel like I was really getting out of it. So yeah. Yeah. So he jumped <laughs> in. He was you know he was fairly energized. He was wanting to bullshit with us. He was playing some games while he was bull- in bullshit with us. Kind of. <laughs> going and we were kind of in zombie mode and uh kind of helped snap out of it and uh after you left uh because like i said i I finished yeah you were done you yeah you left because you were done uh i went and took like a 20 minute shower like right after i think right when you left i went i left dude tyler i i kid you not if i would have stayed any longer i fucking would have just passed out i could have just i could swear to god i probably could have just passed out at that moment in time because it's like it was like 12 30 12 40 something that i left the party chat i went forth i set out like uh the whole like facebook and like uh i think it was like a tweet i said where i finished up then once i got ready and stuff and i hit that bed i'm like oh god yeah (laughs) i just collapsed and i fucking just went to sleep up until like around the for a good solid four or five hours and that's what ended up starting my zombie week <laughs> yeah um so yeah so yeah like I said justin came in kind of bullshit with us uh mm-hmm. kind of and it kind of helps too because you know like like i've talked about in the past with like you know there, you, there's always you know a handful of us in that, that party chat together this year was kind of unfortunate where it was just really uh, Jake joined us for probably six, seven hours. Yep. Um, but it was really just uh, nerves, you and I, in the chat the whole time. Well, pretty much. I was actually kind of disappointed that uh, we didn't get, like, a party chat together thing for, like, the whole freaking Friday the 13th stuff. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, and that's because we were talking about, like, having the Rocket League thing. Like, that was, like, our – it's, like, we do it every year. It's, like, our annual yep. thing. And we didn't have it. Like I said, we said it earlier. It was just the two of us. Yeah. Uh, you Like, usually for Extra Life – we have, you know, you can, you can only fit eight people in a party chat, and we'll have people want to join in, but the party's full. Uh, and we didn't really have this here. Like, Wes jumped in for a few hours, bullshit with yep. us. Uh, so people jumped in here and there throughout, but it was it was really just a few. It was just, it was just the... Uh, it was just, just the, the four of us, us, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the three of us, and then someone, a random person would jump in here and there throughout. But um, anyways, yeah, with Justin... Uh, he uh, he came in, he bullshit with us, and it was nice creating a new conversation. Because like I said, we were in the party chat for a long time. Yep. Really, just kind of playing games, and like every now and again, you can kind of hear the other person playing games, or like they'll chime in with something. But the most part, like especially in the last, like the latter half, it's a lot of silence. <laughs> like you know, oh my ready, gosh, you have ran out of things to talk about. Like it, <laughs> there's only so much you can talk about, you know. Oh uh, shit. So. <laughs> Having Justin jump in, help us out, play, and then he sent me. Uh, he, he he left for a little bit because he had to do something. 
And he's going yeah. to go get some food. He's like, hey, dude, let me know when we play Friday the 13th. And I'm like, okay. So he jumped on, back on, and we played some, we played like the last like four hours. Had a lot of fun with that. And it was actually kind of cool because he never played it. Already. He had played a couple matches before uh, way, uh, way back when. Yeah. But um, we, we were playing and we are like, you know, it was kind of fun because we were playing at a party together, but we were uh, kind of uh, working together too. And we actually got really close to killing Jason in yeah. the game. And less, uh, we looked at the, so I Googled how to kill Jason. And it's like, uh, and like we can get this a little bit later, but Gabe and I and a few other people played uh, Friday 13th just last night for yep. a few hours. But uh, we looked up, there's like six or seven steps you have to you have to accomplish. And you got to accomplish them perfectly to kill Jason in Friday the 13th. Dude, and I'm I'm just thinking like if we ever do that again and stuff, let's just aim for that achievement so that everybody can just fucking just get that out of the way cuz that is so fucking ridiculous how many steps it takes just to kill Jason. Yeah, so it, it it is it's yeah, it's crazy. So but what's funny is Justin and I just the two of us playing together we're playing against a bunch of randoms, a uh, rando people. Uh we were so close to actually like killing Jason like we did everything, but we we mixed up uh, like the the second to last step, uh, so we we didn't actually accomplish it. So real quick to kind of explain it, so it, you pretty much need everything to line up for you to do this. So you have to have um, someone has to find a radio in in the game to call Tommy Jarvis, who's a, who's yep. one of the characters in one of the uh, Friday Thirteenth movies. And what ha- what has to happen is uh, a character has to die or leave the either like escape or die. And they'll come back as Tommy Jarvis, and then a female counselor has to find Jason's uh, cabin, which is yep. randomly placed somewhere in the map. It's hard to find. Yep, uh, I've I've only found it a couple times ever. And uh, they have to go in there as a female counselor, find uh, his mom's sweater, Jason's mom's sweater, put it on, and then you, the person that's now Tommy Jarvis has to find a machete, and then you have to attack Jason enough that he drops his mask. Tommy Jarvis has to pick up the mask, have it in his uh, in his inventory, and then the female counselor has to come over, stun Jason, and then uh, as he's stunned, then with the machete, Thomas Jarvis has to kill Jason. Uh, it wow. doesn't like explaining it sounds fairly easy, but I mean, like if if the woman that's wearing uh, if the person that's Tommy Jarvis gets killed, or the woman that's wearing the sweater gets killed, then you can't obviously can't do it uh, if you don't find the radio soon enough. Or someone doesn't come back as Tommy soon enough. You can't do it. If you can't find the shack, you can't do it. Or the, Jason's cabin, you can't do it. it yep. It's it's incredibly hard to do. Um, just finding oh, yeah. the cabin is hard to do, let alone having to do all those together. Um, I know. We had that instance last night and stuff like that where I did find like the freaking uh, Jason's like hideout and stuff. I had gotten yeah. the sweater as a female counselor. I know I got our friend Dave or something was Tommy Jarvis. Everything lined up except I accidentally took – I accidentally picked up Jason's mask and I could not freaking drop it in time before one of us got killed. <laughs> yeah. So and, gotta... uh, even even like earlier today, I streamed like one match of Friday the 13th where I played as Jason and I had the opposite, you know, the exact opposite of last night where it's like the one match and stuff. We had these two characters that had everything else lined up, but me playing Jason and stuff like that, I broke and I actually killed the Tommy Jarvis character. And in his resort, these guys got so pissed that they were trying to do everything they could to try to go for it. Some of them left. Some of them were trying to teabag my you know, Jason stuff because they knew they can't kill me at that point. You know, yeah. so it's like, <laughs> and, and I 
and I looked up the trophy to uh, kill Jason for like the people that have killed him. Only three percent of people that played the game have killed Jason, so it's yep. not it's it's fairly hard to do. Like it, I'm I'm sure if like because you got there's a twenty minute time limit in the game, so you have to like find everything. Oh uh, yeah, I, I guess if you got like three people like friends together and played in a private match, then you could probably do it. Um, it oh my be gosh, a lot easier to do or accomplish at least. Uh, but still, you got to yeah, find a lot of stuff be, and make a lot of stuff. It for should it be it. you know Vitaly, it should be like accomplish like accomplishable and stuff like that, but. If you're going to even try to attempt something like that, you got to have at least a party with you, you know, like of actual people that want to go through and do that. Because if you try to do like random stuff, like say how you and I last night tried to do like a random, just the two of us, man, there are so many people actually teaming together, like as Jason is one of the counselors and stuff, just telling you how to, telling people, the others, like how to do this, how to do that, and blah, blah, blah. Basically, they're trying to farm the system, what I'm saying. Yeah. In trying to make sure that they got so many freaking wins as Jason or as one of the counselors. And then just trying to get some of the freaking trophy stuff just to be done with it. Because, honestly, when you look at the trophy list for Friday the 13th, you need so many kills as a count as uh, Jason. And you have to escape so many times as a freaking, like, counselor to where it's it's really comical how many times you have to fucking do this type of shit. And it's like... You try to do it randomly, you're not going to get shit done. You try to do it yeah. as a party, yeah. You get a group of people together and do things just right, yeah. I could see why, but it kind of eliminated a lot of the fun elements yeah. for, like, yesterday, just Tyler and myself, because there was one point where I was playing inside of the match with Tyler, and I, as one of the female counselors, went forth, and I found the uh, fuse box... And I found, like, the thing to fix the fuse box to call the cops. And one of my teammates that was also a female counselor just started randomly attacking me. Because the person got pissed off because I freaking would not go along with their fucking, like, uh, uh, farming scheme that they were doing. I mean, at this point, I just turned off the freaking, like, game chat and all this other shit. Because it was just... <laughs> yeah, well, because the problem is, and Justin and I found this a couple times playing, too, on during Extra Life, but... Uh, people would uh, like so people will be in, in, playing quick part quick games together, but they'll be in a party. But one of the friends in the party is Jason. So yep. the the counselors that are friends with the person playing as Jason will help help that person help the guy playing as Jason. Oh yeah, find the other counselors and kill them, and then they'll like just goof off for the rest of the game, or then or they'll kill all the other counselors, and then they'll have their own like free for all match, and it just kind of it ruins That's it. Bullshit. Yeah, so we had a lot of issues with that, but it's it's awfully stupid, honestly. Where you, sh- I've actually tried this too, where you're, everyone's in the same party chat talking with each other, even the person playing is Jason, and it's like you can hear everything inside there unless you go forth and you freaking mute each and every character. <laughs> yeah, who's playing at that moment in time? Yeah, it, it's it's not it's not. I mean, it's still fun, but it, it it sucks a lot of the fun out of it when when you discover. Oh, these these people are are um, working together. And yeah, like Friday Thirteenth, and it's you know it's a buggy game. It's, it's clunky. It's it's not it's it's a lot better than what it was when I played it when I because uh, I got it for Christmas last year. Uh, but it runs a lot better now than what it did then. It's a it was a PS Plus game last month, so it's it's been nice because I really liked the game back then. When I was playing, my sister bought it for me, and we were playing together online. It was fun yeah. playing it, uh, but. Uh, it's really nice, like having like it being a free game for everybody. Now everybody, pretty yes. much everybody want to play with has it. Um, 
And, but like we played a few weeks ago and it was, it was incredibly fun because there was like seven of us in a party playing private matches. Oh yeah, so it was of course. just us playing. Um, but like, I couldn't, I remember playing, trying to play this last, last year, like by myself. And it's just, it's not a, it's just not a fun game to play by, by no, yourself. No, absolutely not. do it. Because there's a lot of downside. Because if you, they're 20 minute matches and you can't leave, if you leave the match before the match is over, you don't get your experience points. Exactly. Um, so you have to I had that, and... yeah, Tyler, not to interrupt, not to like try to like bother you or anything no, else fine. like that, but, uh, when I was doing that stream today for Friday the 13th, I only streamed one match because the exact same predicament happened to where I was left with one other person, and the person, one of the camp counselors, got stuck inside of the freaking building, like one of the buildings on the second floor, and I could not kill them, I could not go forth, and basically I had to wait until that person quit, and that was like about 10 minutes later after like everyone else had left before I can actually get my experience points and all this other stuff. So, man. yeah, yeah. So that, and that's a big problem is you spend a lot of time just sitting there like watching people's. Um, you can spectate the game after you die. Um, so this game, yeah, you have to play because honestly, like I was telling Justin, and I were playing. I'm like, it's almost more fun to like watch you play. Like I was telling, like if I die before you, it's almost more fun to watch you play the game or watch what other people are doing other rather than play the game sometimes because. Um, <laughs> You and I, we played for probably an hour or so, just the two of us, and then yep. uh, a few people from Talking Ship jumped in, and we played, there was five of us. Yeah, the game played, was much better after that. Yeah, and we just played a private match, so it was just five of us, so one guy and four four counselors, or uh, one Jason and four counselors, and it was, it was incredibly fun doing that. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it was... Looked- it led to some, like, funny-ass moments, too. You know, like, uh, me playing as Jason and all of a sudden, like, actually chasing our friend Jason around the fucking yeah. table. And it was so funny because it's like, I barely know how to play Jason as it is. And I was just trying to grab him and it's like, he's just running forth, like, to and fro. And it was just, it was like a solid minute, like a freaking, like, almost like a Bainey Hill style of chase or something like that. Oh, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Like, just... oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, he was uploading as a GIF or something on the Twitter or some shit, because that was so funny. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny listening to you guys, because uh, he was he was not. So, yeah, because we had, we had a guy in the group with us named Jason playing. At, at one point, it was like, oh, there's Jason. I'm like, what's Jason? Jason, Jason or Jason? <laughs> and it was confusing, because I'm like, I don't know what's Jason we're talking about here. Uh, and then it was really confusing when Jason's playing as Jason. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was it's, it's so much fun. That game... Like, I'm happy this happened. I'm sad about the circumstances of the game that it can't be, they can't work on it anymore. The game's based practically dead. Uh, basically, it's just the servers are up, uh, but they they're not allowed to work on the game anymore because uh, of a lawsuit. Uh, but yeah, the game is still fantastic and it's fun to play. Uh, but it's definitely it is is a game you need to have at least one other person with you. If but uh, if you can get at least minimum five and you just jump into a private match and play uh that's that's the perfect way to play this game oh yeah uh, yeah but uh that was i mean this year for extra life though it definitely um it it was it was obviously it was difficult obviously uh getting through and uh, like i said like that 9 30 10 p.m to 2 3 a.m part was incredibly tough like i was 
trying so hard not to fall asleep. I'm just like, oh man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I can just kind of like, I, I'm like, I'm starting to like talk, trying to like talk myself into like, ah, just rest your eyes for like two minutes. Ah, uh, you know what? Just maybe, maybe set your alarm for ten minutes and close your eyes and see what happens. You know. <laughs> and I was just like going through this constant battle for like five hours of like, don't do it, Tyler. I'm like, oh, I, I should get out of my like, you know, this chair is starting to get a little uncomfortable. Maybe I should go like, you know, go lay on the bed and play games. Like oh, that, no. that, yeah, that would have gone poorly, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I was able to fight it off. I, I drank a, a monster. Uh, I took a, like a very long shower in the middle of the night. That helped. Um, but yeah, it, it, in some ways, this was it was. I mean, as difficult as it was, I would say this is one of the easier extra lives for me, personally. Oh yeah. To make it through, because uh, like I said, I had the one year in 2016 where I just I passed out playing games. Right. I had, I've, you know, I've had years in the past where, like, I, I was sitting there doing the head bobbing when you're just sitting there playing a game and your head drops. And you're like, oh, you, like, pop your head back up. You're like, what happened? Like, oh this year, gosh. I mean, I was I was obviously very tired, but it was um, much easier to make it through. Um, I think this is my first where it's, like, I actually went the full 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was – and I think it helped because just having a – you know, I've always had like to have that one or one or two games to play, but like this year I had a few games. Like you know, playing with Justin for Friday Thirteenth, Spider Man DLC, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Madden, uh, being the big games for me. That really pretty much all I played for the most part um, to get me through it. Um, and once I got through it, it was it was so much. It was, it was a lot easier. And you always have that. You kind of have that rush um, after you after you're done. Like once yeah. you get, like the last hour is usually a cakewalk for me personally. It's just because you're just like. It's like I I have made this far. I just gotta make it through this last part. It's like this last. It's the last hour. Um, I'll be done, and it's uh, you get done. You turn turn it off and you go lay down. And you're like you have this rush, you know, and you're just like there's no way I'm gonna be able to fall asleep. I I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I did it. It's over. Like there's no way. So I, I remember <laughs> I went and I laid down. I'm like I'm, I'm wide awake right now. Like there's, I can't fall asleep, so I, I started watching some YouTube videos, and I made it two minutes into the YouTube video, and I passed out. Uh, so, it's it's a rush, but it's you know it goes it fades quickly. As soon as you as soon as your head hits the pillow, it's it's a whole different story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a blast this year. I had fun. Um, but uh, Gables, should yes. we uh, do you want to move into some of our news, or you want to just do some of what we've been playing? Dude, let's just do more of what we've been playing and stuff. This sounds a lot okay. more interesting right at the moment. Yeah. So I'm just gonna run through you know mine real quick. I uh my mine's kind of an extension of Extra Life. One game I actually I played for a little bit during Extra Life and I quit playing uh, was a game called The Quiet Man. I talked about it I've talked about it the last couple weeks. Right. Uh, it was a game that came out a couple days for Extra Life. It's a Square Enix game. It was like thirteen bucks. I think it's like fifteen now. Um I started playing it. It's just not a good extra life game. Uh, so the the premise of the game is you play as a uh, character who's deaf and you're like a uh, not like a bodyguard but you're kind of like a an enforcer for a uh, for like one like you're like a right hand man of like a crime lord uh, and um, it's all the whole game like he's deaf uh, so like the the whole game of the cutscenes is live action excuse me is live action. And then the um, the actual gameplay obviously is you know animated, but um, so during the cutscenes, there's no subtitles. You you can't. There's no sound. Uh, 
<clears throat> so you can't hear anything. And these cutscenes are like almost like Metal Gear long. Uh, where okay. not, not like 45 minutes, but like they are like 10 plus minute cutscenes and multiple of them. And there's no sound. It's just you watching. It's live action. It's just you watching like multiple characters talk. And then every now okay. and again, it cuts into you you fighting. This game feels like a um, a piece uh, PS2 era like mechanics, but with like early PS3 graphics. Okay. Uh, so it looks really bad, and it plays <laughs> really bad. Uh, like constant like. So you like it's like you're you you have some martial arts. So this is like three buttons you use. There's like a back step that's like your dodge. You have a, a kick and you have a punch, and um, you'll fight multiple enemies at once in these these uh, little small rooms you're in. And it's just it's clunky. It's bad. You know, like Friday Thirteenth is clunky and buggy, but it's like charming and the kind of how it works, uh, and it's fun in spite in spite of all those. But like this game is just. Like, I had enemies, like, clipping through the walls, uh, me clipping through the enemies. Um, the way everybody moves around is just, like, it feels very, like, mechanical. Uh, like I said, like, the cutscenes. Like, I went back and played it after the fact. I'm like, oh, I'll finish it. It's only supposed to be a couple hours. And I played it. I got to, like, Chapter 2. There's one part in this game where the, you, like, so he's, like, he has this, he's in love with this, uh, like, the crime lord's girlfriend. And okay. she's, like, the the singer uh, at at a club that the crime lord runs and he, there's a whole section whole part where she's playing the piano and singing but you don't hear it it's just it's just silence and it's just him watching her play i'm like this is stupid what, what is the point of this this is this is one of the worst games i've played in years in years this game is there is no redeeming qualities other than how laughably uh, bad this game is i they they're, they did like a thing where hey there's a new patch coming out i think it might be already be out where if you beat the game you can replay it but this time with sound and subtitles i'm like okay. no thank you no i'm good i am good <laughs> there's no need um you know i was actually really excited for this game i thought I, I was like i thought it was a really cool premise with the with the deaf being deaf and everything like that, but I didn't realize, you know, and I I, I could have got past it with the cutscenes, you know. Like, hey, I knew I knew about that going into it. Like, hey, you're gonna he's deaf, but he talks, but you can't understand what he's saying or you can't understand what the characters are saying, and I didn't realize how long the, how many cutscenes there are and how long they are. Like if they're like short shorter scenes, fine, you know, they're a minute or two. But I mean, these are long, like like I said, five ten plus minute scenes multiple of them the game is more cutscenes than it is game uh mm -hmm. and you don't know what's happening you're just sitting there waiting for like okay what's gonna happen and then when you cut to the actual gameplay it's just like it's boring and it it doesn't work well like i don't know who thought this game was gonna be good and like this game was like one of the big things coming out of um, square enix's e3 press conference was quite the quiet man like this was the game a lot of people were talking about, like coming out of that, and they they put a lot of uh, there's a lot of buzz, not like no I shouldn't say a lot of buzz, it's like AAA buzz, but a decent amount of buzz in like the gaming community about this game going into it. So we come out of it, and this is what we get, and it, yeah, it it's awful. Like I the the reviews came out, and I didn't really 
didn't really read them. Like I, I think GameSpot gave it like a two out of ten. Oh, IGN no. gave it like a five out of ten. Um, so yeah, it, it sucks. Um, it's bad. It's just, it's just bad. Don't, don't, don't waste your money on this game. Uh, like maybe go on YouTube and watch people play the game or something. Uh, but don't give them any money for this. The other game, uh, I played a couple of the games, but I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, I started playing a game called Eleven Eleven Memories uh, Retold, right? Which uh, I'm not gonna talk about today. It just came out yesterday on Friday, uh, but it is the uh, from the same the, the same studio that gave us Valiant Heart: The Great War, which is a game I have raved about for four years now. Uh, it's it's their next game for that. Uh, but I just want to mention it's out. If you like that game, check that out. Uh, but the one game uh, I, I mentioned earlier in Extra Life, uh, we're playing Extra Life, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, I finally beat the game, Gables. Really? It took me over 40 hours and five weeks, but I beat the game. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, which is, I, for me, is kind of, a, kind of a feat in itself. Playing a game for that long and sticking with a game for that long are two things I don't typically do. Um, yeah. I'm usually a person, if I don't beat it within a couple weeks, I kind of move on. Or uh, if it's a game that's super long, I don't. There's not a lot of games I put more than 20 hours into, um, outside of uh, like Madden. Obviously, that's the one exception to the rule. Uh, but I, I think this game. I think I'll say this: like, if I didn't have the the days off, actually, for for extra life and having the time off after extra life, I wouldn't have beat this game. Because I, right. I was I was ready after going into extra life. Like that whole week going into it, I didn't play it at all. At all, I, I think I played it for like an hour on Monday, and like the rest of the week I didn't play it. Uh, and then Extra Life came. I didn't even really, after I be, after I played the Spider Man DLC, I really didn't even really want to play it. And I jumped into it and I started playing it because I spent that much time away from it. It's just like, and Justin was asking, Justin made uh, asked asked me if he's like, are you like, are you playing this game because you like it, or are you just kind of going with emotions? And I said, I'm like, I really don't know. Like, I, there's parts of me that <laughs> likes this game a lot. Like I said, I said in the past, like Cassandra is awesome. Uh, Greece is a great area. Like they have, they have the ship battles. There's a lot of great things about this game. But then, like the thing I thought about uh, the couple weeks ago with with the um, with the scaling of the levels, um, just that whole that whole part of it is just kind of uh, kind of soured the taste for me, for me of this game. And then just making it so you have to be a certain level to play missions. And then I eventually broke and I bought the XP boost that gives you an additional fifty percent uh, right. exp- experience as you play. So the ten bucks on that. Um, but I, you know, playing it for a bunch of time in actual life. So I, I leveled up quite a bit in that time. I, I think I went from level 18 or 19 during actual life to like level 23 or 24. Uh, so at that point I was pretty, I was pretty over leveled for the, well, not over leveled. I was over what the recommended level was for the, the story missions, but they still, you know, scale up for you for the, the character, the enemies you fight in them. Uh, but you know, like having, I played it for a couple more hours Sunday morning, and then I, I played it, like, Monday and Tuesday. I just, like, having that time off, I, I started playing, like, that morning, and I played pretty much played it all day, um, Monday and Tuesday. And finally beat it. Uh, what was funny is I, I beat the game with, I, was, uh, I think my character was at, like, level 41. And having the XP boost, over 40 hours into this, I probably spent, I would say the main story the missions alone probably take you about 20 hours. So I spent okay. 20 hours doing my own stuff. And I was still under level for what they said I should be to beat the, the last mission, last handful of missions. Wow. So they recommend like, you pretty much need to be at level 43 uh, is what they is like kind of what the final mission recommends you to be at. And 50 is the cap. And that's wow. what I'm using the boost. Um, you know, I didn't get to, I started using the boost till 
10, 11 hours into it. So maybe if I were to use it at the very beginning, I would have been there. Um, but yeah, um, like, like is my is my gamer pride I guess hurt a little bit for buying that buying that XP boost? Yeah. Am I do I regret buying it? No. Because I love this game. This is a fantastic game. Uh and I don't see how pe- like unless you're someone that is like that gets hooked on games and spends has like I could see how someone would want to spend 60 70 hours playing this game. That's just not who I, how I am. When I hear people when I hear you know, developers go out and say, there's 200 hours of content. Oh, there, that takes you 40 hours to beat the game. That's a turnoff to me at this point in my life. Like, I like games like Uncharted or uh, Tomb Raider, things like that, where it's like 15, right. 20 hour tight campaigns that I can knock out in a, in a, in a you know, three or four sittings. Um, you know, I was having multiple sittings of six plus hours on Monday and Tuesday, and it's I, I took to beat this game, and I, I think that's the way the, the way this game plays best. And that's what I mean. Where I'm not if I didn't have Monday, you know, have an extra life and Monday and Tuesday off to play this game, uh, help me. Whereas like I could just I sat down and I was able. I wasn't trying. I wasn't getting home from work. I wasn't trying to watch my the TV shows that I'm hooked on to, uh, or uh, anything like that, or just life in general. Like I just I sat down, woke up, sat down, and I could play this game with no distractions for hours on end. And that's the way this game is best played as. Just um, playing it in big chunks. You know, like four, five, six hour chunks uh, is the way to play this game. Because it, it's so easy to get lost in this game. And it sucks when, like, it, and part of the reason, one of the big reasons I, didn't, I wouldn't want to play it after work and, like, on the weekdays is just that you get home, you get home at 4, 35 o'clock. By the time you're able to sit down and play the game, it's 6, 7 o'clock. You know, and you want, there's other things you want to do. There's other things you want to watch, blah, blah, blah. Other things you want to play. And... You really like oh, I only got like an hour to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You really can't do a lot in this game in an hour. You can do some stuff, but you can't really you're not you don't feel like you accomplish a lot when you when it's all right. over with. And playing it in that big chunk of time helped quite a bit. Obviously, I think the the main story in this game is one of the better ones I've played in Assassin's okay. Creed. Like was Cassandra's story. I don't want to spoil it because it's actually really well told. Um, but Cassandra is awesome. I, I love, you know, you, there is like dialogue options, but like I, I picked a kind of a, a kind of, she's kind of sassy and I, I, you know, like she, she doesn't take bullshit from people. Uh, she's not like a bad person, but she she doesn't take shit. She doesn't let people walk over. Um, you know, you typically in games I like to play as just straight good guy. And this one, I was like, I'm more in the middle and I kind of picked my, my moments when I wanted to do stuff. And uh, there was multiple moments where she made me laugh out loud just based off the decisions I picked. And the dialogue I picked, but what she said, the way she said it was just fantastic. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I really got hooked into into the game, into the, the characters, into the world. Um, I almost want to like jump back into it, play more. Uh, but it's just like, there's, I have other stuff I want to play now. And I kind of need like um, some non-big open world games to play. Because I played... You know, Spider-Man and Tomb Raider and now uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, all kind of back to back to back of you know decent sized games with 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 the kind of some open world to them. Um, yeah, I just I just need a break from that. I need a break from that formula. But I I, I want to go back and play more of that, or at least find out more what happens with Cassandra and with that world because they did a really great job in this game. This is probably one of the best Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed that's been made uh, to date. 
But um, yeah, that is what I've been playing. Gables, what about you? Other... So I've been playing a random assortment of things since last Sunday. Honestly, I've already went into detail about uh, Pitterpot. <laughs> and I've also like said things about Castlevania Requiem. I'm just trying to think here. Oh yes, for World of Warcraft, I am officially at 118. I am nice. taking my sweet-ass time to get to the level cap. And honestly, after I reach the level cap and I do a little bits of stuff, I am not going to be playing World of Warcraft as often as I am, well, as I was over the past three months, because the next update that comes for World of Warcraft 8.1 is supposed to address a bit of uh, leveling different characters at a faster pace, which... Hey, I would have loved to have had that three months ago when I started the game. <laughs> but uh, it's sort of like how you feel about Assassin's Creed Odyssey when it comes to, say, level progression. And also when it comes to the feeling of, oh, hey, I can't just get a lot of things done in one hour. I have to maybe need at least about three to six because of how much of an investment it is to try to go through and progress and also, you know, the story bits and everything else of uh, all the expansions and things that I've actually seen so far is actually pretty decent, in my honest opinion. But uh, here's the thing here. I have enjoyed playing my experience with World of Warcraft. I am definitely going to be playing more of it, but it's not going to be my main focus like it generally was because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to become a Twitch affiliate so what I'm trying to do is going to go forth and stream other games with a focus on maybe one or two games that I play regularly. This past week, I did announce that I am going to be playing on Thursday and Fridays, as of right now, Dragon Ball Fighters, because I want to go ahead and have a routine where I practice some bits of combo moves, plus I go to the arc, to either the arcade or the ranked mode, I just start playing a few matches and see, you know, basically showcase a bit to my audience that I got. Because one of the positive things about Extra Life last Saturday was I actually did gain some new followers, and now I'm up to around 20 or so. Which, hey, that's fine. I mean, at least I'm constantly getting, like, about two or three viewers, like, a stream. <laughs> yeah. So that's fine. I mean, I like building things. And this is definitely going to be something I'm going to be continuously working on. Let's see. As far as other games are concerned at the moment, I did end up investing in a couple of different things. I bought a controller for my PS4, which basically is a wired Hiori controller that has a different looking D-pad. <laughs> now, what that is, it's like, it's supposed to be aimed towards younger gamers, but the reason why I picked it in general is it makes me it makes playing specific fighting games easier for me because of the D-pad. Now, here's the thing. When you're playing a, a fighting game that's so reliant upon precise movements inside of, like, inputting, like, a quarter circle demand, like, command or something like that, the current PS4 gamepad is crappy when it comes to that. I mean, I could execute it, but not at the rate that I want it to do. But with this new Hiori controller that's based on the small blue like DualShock 4 pretty much that has uh, that's all colored blue and stuff that's like about 25 bucks <laughs> I started using that and I actually found it to be a lot more easier for input commands even though the controller is basically almost the size of a Super Nintendo controller <laughs> 
But uh, let's see. As far as the other purchase, I actually made it today, and this was purely out of uh, luck because I don't generally go forth and make big purchasing decisions. So what I did is I went to a pawn shop, one of my local pawn shops. I was looking around, and then I saw something out of the corner of my eye. I checked it out a bit with uh, the clerk, and I ended up checking everything, and it was good enough for me to buy. And I decided that it was about time for me to buy another PlayStation Vita. Huh. Now, here's the kicker. I still had a bunch of different things for the PlayStation Vita. Earlier on this year, I had traded my old Vita in along with a PS3 in order to get a birthday gift for one of my friends. The reason why I invested inside of this PlayStation Vita, one, I've been having a craving to play a couple of different games that I've had for the device, but two, the memory card that was with this Vita is definitely one of the more rarer ones that you could find for the device. You want to guess how much storage was on the single like uh, memory card that I had found, Tyler? 128 gigabytes? No. Actually, oh. this one was 64 oh, nice. gigabytes. Okay. So basically, for those who own a PlayStation Vita, you know how hard it is to try to find decent proprietary memory cards because of like how Sony had priced them originally back around 2012. Now, even if I did not have the 64GB one, I still have one brand new 8GB card that somehow I had back in storage that I didn't sell off <laughs> way back when. But what that means, this price for this Vita and this memory card was exclusively like cheaper than what you could have bought it for when it was used, like say on an Amazon or on whatever. I looked around Amazon a little bit earlier, and the sale of a 64-gigabyte PlayStation Vita card is roughly close to around $100 new. <laughs> Still, the Vita itself, brand new, is close to around 200 Still, to this day, because the only way you can buy a new Vita is by going forth and going to retailers, like, say, a GameStop online or an Amazon online or whatever. So, the price that I ended up paying for this PlayStation Vita, it, in mostly good shape, I mean, the back touchscreen is like, uh, the back rear touch stuff is kind of scratched up a bit, because whoever owned it last obviously set it across on a couple different damn tables, or whatever the hell, and didn't have a case for it. I paid about $70 for this damn thing. Wow. $70. Honestly... This is definitely one of the best handheld deals I've gotten. Because not only did I get a memory card that's exclusively rare to find, but also it's because I got the system for dirt cheap because the person, the people who had it at the pawn shop, I'm pretty sure they knew, like, okay, the PlayStation Vita, blah, 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 the system itself is not, like, a big seller here and there, blah, blah, blah. But... They did not know the value of the memory card that was inside of it. And that was one of the reasons why I picked it up. And so now, I have a huge-ass memory card inside this Vita. I can play any type of PlayStation Classics or PSP games or whatever Vita games I had off digitally. With the option if I want to pick up a few games or two 
like physically. But yeah, in and of itself, that was pretty much like uh, the big major purchase that I had done today. And even after setting it up and getting all of like a couple games, everything still looks and feels great with this damn device. <laughs> but uh, last thing I did is I played a game on my Switch, and that was West of Loathing. Oh, cool. A game that I had played and discontinued a little bit. But now, I just played about a half an hour of it back when I was going to do my car ride to and from, doing errands. And uh, I got to a specific part inside the game where I was just exploring a little bit of the overterrain, and then I came across this camp. A camp of rodeo clowns. Now, what's kind of interesting is we started ask. I started, like, going forth asking questions. Like, oh, hey, what are you guys doing out here? What's going on? Blah, 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 and so on and so forth. So apparently they were a part of this circus that's like a pretty normal blah 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 average sort of like name whatsoever. And so I kept on, you know, with this type of game, I just kept pressing on further and further until basically this uh, trio of these uh, demonic rodeo clowns, you know, they were like, they were like friendly at first, you know, smiling, you know, playing their, like one of them was playing their harmonica, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And then when I started pressing them further and further, like what they were doing, this and that, all of a sudden the mood kind of changed and stuff. And like, it actually read in the dialogue at one point. It's like, yeah, the rodeo clown that was playing the harmonica all of a sudden stopped playing and then looked at you a little bit menacingly and just started to, <laughs> just started to attack. I'm like, okay, okay, let's see where this goes. And so, basically, here we have two stick figures facing off against these three, like, freaking rodeo clowns with all sorts of various guns and all this other wacky shit. And so, basically, what I had done is I had killed these three rodeo, this, these three demonic, like, rodeo clowns. And I ended up discovering that the circus they were talking about was an actual real circus. And so, that's where I'm stuck at right now, where I basically am paying the game's currency of meat in order to go through and see these sideshow attractions, which I found a dude that was just basically his entire head is an eyeball. Then I found this one dude that has, like, two different types of heads. Kind of like one on the front of his head and one on the back of his head or something. The face. And then all of a sudden, the last one's like a, like a lady or something with all of her, like, inner, uh, like, body functions or something like that inside this mechanical Iron Maiden. And every single one of them would not say how the hell they got to this way. Which uh, kind of suggests that probably the rodeo clowns had something to do with it. So I'm kind of seeing where this rabbit hole sort of leads. But the game in, of its, in and of itself is still fun. It's still hilarious at points. I still love the fact that I had chosen a horse or something. Nicknamed him Yoshi. And he's basically one of the <laughs> crazy ass. Like He's one of the crazy horses with his eyes crossed and shit. Just going everywhere. But uh, the game definitely has a lot of humor. It definitely has a lot of uh, fun stuff about it. The RPG mechanics are pretty basic, but at the same point, I'm not playing the game because of, an R because of the RPG mechanics. I'm playing it because the story is actually laugh-out-loud funny at points. Very text-heavy, but at the same point, it makes me still want to keep on playing it. I'm not sure if I'm actually going to go ahead and finish it, but I am going to at least give it a good shot over the next like uh, week or so and see if it'll actually keep on sticking with me. <laughs> but other than that, yep, that's pretty much what I've been playing. All right. Well, very cool. So 
you know, there's one thing I was thinking about Gables that we can get. We did not get a chance to play during Extra Life. That we need to find a way to do to do so. You know, carve a timeout, maybe play it, maybe stream it or something. Yeah. A way out. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, I don't know when, but you and I want to sync up or something sometime and uh, try to beat that game. It's only supposed to be like six hours, so maybe okay, knocked out in a few gaming sessions or something. Uh, but let's move on to uh, some of our topics we have this week. Um, we're going a little long, so I think we'll just go with uh, kind of the one really big one that happened uh, happened today. Uh, Xbox had their XO18 event, uh, their Inside Xbox event. Um, this is the first one they've had since I think it was like 2006. They had it like they right. Had, they had like a couple of them back in like uh, mid 2000s. They had like one 2005 where they revealed the Xbox. They had one in like 2006 where I think they revealed Halo 3. Or yep. they showed off Halo 3. So they're usually pretty big. So um, going into it, like I think a lot of people were like, what is this going to be? Is this going to be like a direct? Is this going to be like a mini? Is this going to be a PSX? Is this going to be like a E3 type of thing? What is this going to be? And I, uh, um, I think a lot of people were kind of all over the map. Uh, I think me personally, I was trying to keep it somewhat in check. Like, don't expect the world. Right. This could be. I was I was expecting some like PSX, where like there could be some cool stuff coming out of it, but it's going to be like some hardcore gamer stuff. You're not going to see if you're not going to see. We are new. We're going to see Halo. Um, maybe we'll get some stuff. Crackdown. A few like some few uh, cooler things coming out of it. But then about an hour before the about an hour before the event. Major Nelson tweets out, "It's not, it, it's not quite E3, but it's close." I'm so oh boy. oh boy, this this could be really good. So like I, I did a really good because they announced this months ago, like in the summertime, like midsummer, like July, this is happening. I'm like, and you know, that's the way I felt. And then about an hour for the show that comes out, I'm like, oh fuck, this could, this. I'm like, all right, I'm like, what are we gonna see? Like, are we are we gonna see Gears Five? We're gonna get some more. We're gonna get some more cracked. We're gonna get really in depth in Crackdown Three. Maybe Halo might show up. Maybe we're gonna announce some the next big thing. Maybe we get a release date for Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Um, so, anyways, it happened. Uh, it's about two and a half hours of my life that I'll never get back. Um, <laughs> I, I watched the whole thing. Unfortunately, it wasn't necessarily a bad show, but it, it the um, if if I would have went in with my um, you know, thinking PSX, I think I still would have been slightly disappointed, but it would have been like, ah, okay, it wasn't, it, it wasn't what I wanted it to be, but it was still, it was still okay. But that tweet of it's close to E3, I'm just like, oh shit, like you know, going wild, like okay, anything could happen. And so, anyways, uh, I just want to do a quick rundown of everything that happened uh, during it. Uh, so, a game called Void Bastards was revealed. It's a world premiere. It's coming. It's going to be a console uh, launch exclusive. So, it's only going to be a time exclusive to Xbox. Um, but it's going to come to Game Pass when it comes out. Uh, it's called okay. Void. It's called Void Bastards. It's from the developers, uh, the makers of Bioshock, um, Bioshock One and Infinite. Uh, it is. Uh, it kind of has like a. Uh, Almost like I don't know how to put it, like an anime style of graphics, like close to like a Borderlands okay. uh, style of graphics. Uh, but it kind of has you can kind of see like the Bioshock and System Shock into it. You right. Know, like, uh, first person shooter game. You're in space. Uh, kind of has like it's kind of a goofy, uh, fun aesthetic to it too. So it looks like it could be fun. 2019 is all we got for that. 
um, Obsidian uh, and In Exile um, were both uh, announced that they were they were acquired by Microsoft. I don't I don't think anybody really knew who In Exile was. I looked at the games that they made in the past, and I don't recognize any of them. But I, I, going off Twitter and just reading about it, I, I think a lot of people felt that same way. Obsidian, of course, made uh, Fallout New Vegas and Stick of Truth. Um, so you know, a big to add to a big couple, you know, at least one really big, well-known studio out there to add to the library, and then hopefully maybe another one too. Uh, Crackdown Three officially has a new release date, uh, February fifteenth, uh, two thousand nineteen. It was originally at E three announced as February twenty second, which of course was the day of Doom, when you had Days Gone, uh, Metro Exodus, Anthem, and Crackdown yep. Three all coming out on February twenty second. Uh, then they, the after, shortly after they pulled it back, say it's going to be February two thousand nineteen, and now it's officially February fifteenth, two thousand nineteen. Um, they showed off a new mode. Uh, it's a five versus five multiplayer mode uh, that is like focused on destruction. It's called Wrecking Zone. Uh, so that's probably the most gameplay I think we've seen of Crackdown Three uh, in the public since uh, really since it was announced four years ago, five years ago. Yep. Uh, they announced sixteen games are coming to Game Pass. Um, PUBG was one of them. Uh, Hellblade, which was my number four game of the year last year, which was also last year. The greatest year in gaming ever. So that's that's saying something for me anyways. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest is coming to uh, Xbox Game Pass as well. And Ori in the Will, uh, Will of the Wisp will become the Game Pass when it releases next year. Agents of Mayhem, uh, which is from the creators of uh, Saints Row, uh, the Saints Row franchise. Uh, Thomas Was Alone, uh, which is a Mike Bithell game, which he makes like May- uh, uh, Tacoma. And he made, oh shit, what's the... Uh, um, the game with the, the oh shit with the the girl in the house, uh, gone home. Gone home. Yes, thank you. Uh, he also made that, um, which Thomas was alone was his first game he made, I believe, and it made him enough money that he was able to quit his job and make games full time. Uh, but thank you for that. Yeah, gone home. Fantastic game. Uh, and then Thief of Thieves, which is a uh, game that's actually it came out today. It was like a shadow drop. Uh, it is. Uh, it's available on Game Pass uh, right now. It is a um, a video game based off Robert Kirkman comic, which Robert Kirkman is the creator of Walking Dead. So uh, I don't know if that game. I haven't heard anything about it yet, but it's out now. Uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen is going to be backwards compatible, uh, and soon Final Fantasy Thirteen Two and then Final Fantasy Thirteen Lightning's Return. Uh, I believe. Yep. It was, yeah. Uh, it's coming to backwards compatibility here soon. And then also Final Fantasy 7, 9, 10, and 10 2 will be coming to Xbox next year, which will be uh, the first, first time first time all of those games will ever be on Xbox consoles before because they've yep. always been on either uh, phones, Steam, or PlayStation. Or PlayStation, yep. And then they're also coming to Switch next year as well, which will be a first for them too. Yep. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 and Sea of Thieves will be getting big updates uh, here soon. Uh, sea of Thieves is adding, adding a big PvP mode. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 is adding like some some new modes, like new tracks and stuff, and also like they're adding like weather effects too. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 got a trailer uh, showing Thousand, I think it's Thousand Oaks or something like that. I can't remember. Anyways, the Winnie the Pooh world was shown off. Uh, Hunter Acre Wood. Yeah, that one. Hunter Acre Wood. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I've, I've, I've listened to uh, or paid attention to it. Um. Winter Arcade, or Summer of Arcade, is coming back. 
the uh, games will be announced at Game Awards. And there's a few of these. So there's a lot of like small announcements. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously glossing over because it, it was a two and a half hour show. Uh, and I'm just kind of glossing. I'm kind of picking the bigger stuff. This is the bigger stuff that happened. Uh, but they announced that the Summer Arcade or Winter Arcade is coming back. All the games will be announced at Game Awards. And they had a few moments like that where, hey, uh, you'll see more at Game Awards for this. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So uh, people know, like, Summer Arcade and Winter Arcade was huge back on the early 360 days. Like, Oh, yeah. Uh, especially in the summertime when, you know, back then. I mean, nowadays it's still kind of slim in the summertime. But you still... We we get a, we get a couple one or two maybe three big games during the summer, where back then we didn't see that so it was dominated by indie games so like yep. in the past I want to go through real quick like Castle Crashers Geometry Wars Trials HD Bastion and Limbo all came out of that Shadow yep. uh, Shadow Complex was another big one like uh, they are there's always like five every every summer uh, and there's always a couple in the winter that came out uh, and they were always just killed it they're always great games um and they also like showed off some stuff for double maker 5 there was a minecraft update there was uh they showed off uh, they showed off some uh, dragon ball fighter care dragon ball characters and jump force and some more gameplay for just cause 4 was shown off as well um i got i mean because i know you didn't watch the gables you made you were smart and you you value your time more than i do obviously i actually forgot about it you forgot about it yeah so you made like i said you you were smart and valued your time because you also not only didn't you watch it you didn't think about it which was really the smart move uh because i was excited for it all week um not really all week but the last couple days i'm really excited for it and looking forward to it you know just like i said not like not expecting blow my mind like even like a run-of-the-mill nintendo direct uh is better than what this was because it was right it feels like it felt like a um a it reminded me of the Ubisoft uh, E3 press conference. I believe it was 2016, I want to say, where it was like two plus hours. And it was just like, hey, we're going to talk about a game. And then we're going to sit down on a couch and talk about it for a while. Oh. And that's what a lot – my mic keeps falling. Sorry, guys. Uh, and that's what this kept reminding me of. Like, Ugh. So they talked about a decent amount of stuff. Like I said, a lot of small things are announced. And like if this felt like if this was everything I talked about and a few other things – uh, were were mentioned, and this could have been done in forty five minutes, an hour at most. Like right. what was shown off here, and you could talk about it for a little bit. Um, like I said, this was two and a half hours, and there was just so much downtime in this. We're like, like sitting down, like they did a Minecraft. They spent like twenty plus minutes on Minecraft. We're like, <laughs> the we already know people, what Minecraft is. <laughs> yeah, Minecraft's been out for like a decade now. Like if you include like early access and beta and stuff like that. Yep. Like the people that really care about Minecraft are not are watching for this. Minecraft. Yeah, they're 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 playing Minecraft right now. They're not. They don't watching this. They don't even know where this is happening. Probably. Um. So and the people that are watching this don't give a shit about Minecraft. So it's this weird thing. Where like the people that are, like like Minecraft aren't gonna know about it. People that don't care about Minecraft are forced watching it. It's just like we when we see it every year at E3, we see a Minecraft update. It's like we just don't give a shit. Uh, the Devil Cry Five thing was just it it was pointless. It just kind of glossed. It went over some of the fighting mechanics. It didn't. Nothing was really shown off. That like oh we need to run out and check it out. Just Cause Four. It was like it was like the last big push before it comes out next month. Uh, Jump Force comes out in January, but it just like I said, it just showed off. Two Dragon Ball. I think it's uh, oh fuck. I, I knew that. Guy Geyser Guy 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 Guy. So that's with a G. One of the fighters. I forgot his name. 
I'm, I'm Golden Frieza. Frieza, yes, that. I was way off. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, oh boy, Goku. Let me. No, no, no. Let me. Let me just say it here. Super Saiyan, God, Super Saiyan, Vegeta. Same thing, really. They're all Goku. To me. <laughs> There's Goku and the giant pink thing that you constantly remind me the name of, but for whatever reason, I cannot remember his name. What's Majin it? Buu. Yeah, that guy. What's it again? Majin Buu. Majin Buu. There we go. I'm going to ask you again next week what it is because I'm not going to remember. Oh, I'm going to immediately forget in about three minutes. Uh, but yeah, they're all, other than that, they're all Goku. Uh, and then <laughs> M- Mo- Mochin Buu. Um, so yeah, I. I there were, it was just like I said, so much dead air, so much downtime. It was just there was some cool stuff in there, you know. It started off hot with the void bastards. I'm like, okay, maybe this might be like an E3, you know. Like that was the first thing they showed. Other than well, PUBG coming to uh, to Game Pass was the first thing they showed. Then they showed Void Bastards, and then they showed Crackdown. I'm like, this is gonna be big, and that was like the peak of the show, and that was like ten minutes in. Wow. Um. And then we had another two plus hours of of just a little tiny things. Like the best part about this show was was the crowd because it was it was a it was a press conference there in Mexico City. That crowd was hot. They were chanting, going crazy the entire time. If these guys were paid actors in that crowd, they deserved double because they were fantastic. They <laughs> were like the best part of the show. Though how crazy they're going. Over every little tiny thing announced, uh, they lost their fucking shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I thought it, it was it was very disappointing. A lot of it I blame on Major Nelson for. I mean, maybe not him, but maybe it was just like Xbox was like, "Hey, build some last minute hype for this show and say it's gonna be E3 in October or November." I, I don't know what month we're in anymore. It's crazy. November. Yeah, November that one. Uh, it's one of the uh, one of the twelfth. But Gables, I don't know. What, I mean, I know you didn't watch it, but you've kind of heard coming out of it what happened. Uh, anything coming out of this excite you at all? Oh, let's see. To be perfectly honest with you, other than the fact that uh, maybe Crackdown, yeah, got moved a little bit earlier inside the month of February, and other than the fact that uh, that uh, yeah, some bits of the Final Fantasy thirteen games are being backwards compatible and stuff, I honestly don't see really too much that gets me interested right at this moment i mean the whole PUBG to xbox game pass it's that's that's a big thing for people who already don't have PUBG on their xbox console but uh at the same point you know it just justifies it just justifies how interesting the game pass is in general for microsoft's system because of how many of the great games that are on there availability wise for them to play from the get-go like say ori in the blind forest and even bits of like other older games and stuff, or even certain indie games too. But I gotta admit, though, they really Microsoft really is going forth and uh, reshuffling their deck for the next generation. If they're gonna go after even like developers, like certain companies and stuff that uh, are basically is gonna help them develop like a first party games for their next Xbox stuff with Obsidian, you know big rpg makers they were so it's like yeah so i thought uh it was all right you know the whole xbox news stuff but not really a lot of things that interested me too much yeah and that's fair like i said like coming out i do want to check out um 
uh, was Thief of Thieves, uh, just because the Robert Kirkman name kind of, uh, you know, from Walking Dead. That makes me a little interested. I'm going to try to see what people are saying about it online. If I hear good things, I'll check it out, obviously. But that was, like, the one thing that I'm, like, that's coming out soon. Like, we didn't see anything from um, or even Will of the Wisp. I, I thought that was one thing that was, I figured, I knew, I think Crackdown 3 was, like, a shoo-in. But Will of the Wisp was, like, the, the like, close second. of we'll have to see something. Like, it's supposed to be coming out early 2019. There's no other big events coming out between now and then that might be showing off. Right. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it was a very, it was just a disappointing uh, event. Uh, it, and not only just disappointing, but just very long as well. Uh, like, I, I might as well just watch an, uh, an episode of WWE Raw instead. Uh, <laughs> it would have been a better use of my time. Um, but Gables, uh, we went very long for our 300th yep. episode, um, yeah, we did. which, you know, it's fair. We're, we're allowed to do, we, these only happen every, uh, hundred weeks or so. Uh, <laughs> so we're allowed to do so every now and again, but, uh, I, I do want to thank you guys for listening to us this week. Uh, you know, thank you guys also. We've, you know, we've been doing this for over five years now, five and a half years now. Uh, you know, 300 episodes, that's a big deal. I don't, you know, I honestly wonder how many podcasts have. Uh, not not even like so many podcasts, but like as far as like small indie podcasts, um, have made it this long, have done this that are weekly, that are daily, blah blah blah. Um, that that stick around, you know, this long, and keep going. And I feel like we're doing, you know, we we enjoy what we're doing. We're happy we do this because we still are having fun while we're doing this. Exactly. Um, yeah, and it's just it's it's it, it's cool and it's fun. Um. And it's just, it's always, you know, it's kind of a great thing that we see that number going up. Like, I've always talked about in the past, like, every 10 episodes, we get to, like, 260, then 270, 280. I'm like, oh, that's cool. We're, like, we're here now. But uh, to get to 300, it's it's uh, it's a cool thing, you know. And especially in the time, the time frame we have done it, where uh, we have released more episodes than weeks we've been doing this podcast. Um, yep. So, and we've only ever missed one week in that time, five and a half years. Um, and that was my fault. We, we missed that week. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, for me personally, it's, it's cool to hit that number. Uh, it, it brings a little bit of pride to me, makes up for me spending the money on the, uh, the XP boost in the Assassin's Odyssey. In a lot of ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have, I don't, you know, I was thinking about a lot, like what would I, what was, what do I, what do I say about 300? And I really don't know what it is. Cause like, it was the same way when we hit 200, when we went 100, it's just like, we just kind of keep chugging along and we're enjoying it. We're having fun when we do it. Um, you know, this is one of those cases where we kind of stop and smell the roses. Like, oh man, this is, this is cool. You know, like, yeah, it is. This is great. This is a great thing. I think that we're doing, we're having a lot of fun doing. Um, I don't know if there's anything you want to add to it. Um, well, honestly though, it's just been an interesting ride to and from. I mean, we've honestly, we both have gone through a massive amount of changes since we first initially started recording the podcast Different computers, different jobs, different places, you know, just a lot of things have happened over the past five years since we started recording the podcast, and we are, even our choices of games and things have evolved yeah. from then, where it's like, you were very sort of like an anti-Nintendo thing, yeah. off, and now you're like a big Nintendo fanboy again. Yes, I am. Where I, I was it. like, 
I swear it's sort of went to an opposite where it's like, oh, hey, I knew a bunch about PlayStation, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And it's like, I just basically just went forth and like with every single damn thing that imaginable, even going so much as this year, where it's like everything's been changing this year and gaming-wise for me. It's like, looking back at all of this from where we're at back then to now, it's just amazing how much time flies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It it's crazy as you get older it feels like it goes by faster yeah uh, time does like i said at the beginning of the show where actually life feels like it was six months ago but it was eight days ago yeah. um yeah so you know like I, said, I don't really have anything you know there, there there's been a lot of fun moments you know in this 300 episodes uh you know i've talked about the past just like how the whole show's happened you know with with jake joining with jake wanting me to do a let's play thing with him. Then it was like, no, I don't really want to do that. Well, let's make a podcast. And then it was like, hey, I know this guy online. I want to do three. What's, we need an extra host. There's this guy online I know named uh, Jack of Hearts. Like, maybe <laughs> we should. Ask, and he wants to do a podcast. Maybe we should ask him. Now, fucking here we are. You know, we've got Colonel Gables here, aka Jack of Hearts. Yep. Uh, you know, Jake left us a long time ago. We just kind of kept going. Um, I kind of just took over the. Uh, the Lipson part of it. Uh, but you know, Tro- Justin joined us, uh, for a very long time. He kind of jumps in when he can, he's a busy guy. Uh, you know, Troy joined us for like a cup of coffee. Uh, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny. Cause you know, it's been, it's, you know, we've, you know, obviously it's been a hundred episodes since 200. We just celebrated 200. We recorded two episodes, 200 and just last April. Yep. So it's only been, what 17 months since we've done it so like i said we're, we're recording these episodes obviously you know with, with uh game of the year stuff and then right uh, e3 we always record a bunch of extra podcasts uh but yeah it's 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 still cool you know hitting that number hitting you know five and a half years it's, it's crazy to think when when i talk to people and people will ask me oh you do a podcast i'm like yeah because I, I don't only really, i don't really talk about too much of my personal life especially at work out like a handful of people know i do it and like, oh, how long have you been doing that for? And I'll think about it. like, oh shit, we've been doing it since May 2013. Yep. It's like, holy shit, it doesn't it doesn't feel like like I can still remember like you know when we first started doing the show when I had my old shitty laptop that could barely run Audacity. Right. Uh, you know, re- editing this podcast and recording it with my fucking built-in microphones, and <laughs> it's sounding like garbage, <laughs> and me. Watching YouTube videos, learning how to edit um, while editing the show. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Now I have a, a better setup now, but I, I still use Audacity to this day. Um, it's free, and I, and I understand it. I don't want You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it's it, it's still fun. We still enjoy doing it, uh, obviously, because it, it's a dumb thing that we do. We've changed our names multiple times <laughs> yep move from junk nerds to junk gaming back to junk nerds but yep. yeah it's 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 cool and it's fun and i i just want to thank you guys you know for listening whether you guys joined us five and a half years ago um you know on episode one or you joined us at episode 100 200 299 whatever it is uh thank you guys for listening um so you 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 know you big you know, like we don't have the biggest following in the world and stuff. And I mean, that's not really, I mean, it's obviously be nice to have, you know, I'd love to have a million listeners, blah, blah, blah. Um, but 
I still kind of love that we you know we do the show out of passion. We yep. buy all our own games. We we have full time jobs. We we play what we like, um, and we don't really we don't really force force it really ever. Uh-huh. This never has felt like work. Uh, it's always been something that we just always wanted to do. And it's like even when I look forward to like we only take two weeks off a year, and we always record extra podcasts to make up for that time. And it's like oh man, weekend off. Let's uh <laughs> oh man, and then Saturday comes and I'm like oh we don't have to record night. I kind of want to record tonight though. It's just a funny, it's a dumb thing. It's like you, you look forward to the breaks and the break comes and you're just like, ah, man, I miss doing it. So it's just like, I, I don't, don't see it in sight. Maybe we, you know, maybe in, in a few years when we record an episode, a uh, thousand, we'll see where we're at. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, once again, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you want to uh, hear more from us, we have a Facebook page and group. It is drunk dash Nerds podcast. Like and join us on there. Uh, at Twitter, um, we're at Drunkard's Pod. Follow us on there uh, at twitch.tv slash Drunkard's Podcast. Follow us on there. More importantly, at twitch.tv uh, twitch. slash Colonel Gables. Follow him on there. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, like I said, he's streaming uh, multiple days a week, especially on Thursdays and Fridays. He'll be, rec- he'll be doing some streaming. Uh, and then uh, if we do any more, we'll, we'll let you guys know. Uh, like I said, we'll try to work out something for a way out. Um, on YouTube, we are Drunk Nerds on there. Subscribe, please. Give us a big thumbs up. Like the like the show. Obviously, the, the show goes up on there. Leave us a comment, please, as well, on iTunes, Drunk Nerds Podcast. Uh, subscribe and give us a five-star review with a comment. Uh, the more people out there that give us five-star reviews, likes, comments, blah, 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 the more likely it is people will see us. So, if you guys can do that, we really would appreciate it. But, once again, I was your host, I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gables. So, until next time, everyone... Hope you have yourself a good week. Hope you played a lot of fun games. But most importantly of all, I hope you've enjoyed a fun episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. Hey, Gables. Yep. Too sweet. Too sweet. Bye, guys. See ya.